Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Enfuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. Show's namesake, BJ Shea. He's here. What? You're here. Wow, that I didn't. Wow, I can't. I'm all right. That's who you people are. And running the boards is Joey D's. Hi, hello. On today's show, I will talk with Gareth von Kallenbach all about San Diego Comic Con and some other rumors revolving around a lot of other stuff. We will also talk with BJ about uh-huh. the Orville and Westworld. Oh yeah, interesting sci-fi shows there. We're going to talk about the season three finale and the season overall of The Boys. The Boys. And, of course, the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, BJGeekNation.com. You can have our blogs, podcasts, and more. More. Or just search BJ Shea's Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and the Odyssey app. Odyssey. So many ways to get a hold of us. And if you don't know how to spell Odyssey, it's A-U-D-A-C-Y. And because it's a conglomeration of a whole bunch of different words there. Yep. Yep. So uh, check it out there. Get that app. Lots of free stuff on there to check out. And uh, another thing to check out right now would be our good friend, Mr. Gareth Von Kallenbach. Von Kallenbach! Gareth Von Kallenbach joins us from Skewed in Review. That is SKNR.net. San Diego Comic-Con is coming up real soon, and we've got some interesting tidbits about how Star Trek is going to be uh, addressing the whole convention. Absolutely, and this really kind of threw me for a bit. Not that they were uh, there. We expected this, and Paramount Plus has made a really big announcement. There's going to be some pop-ups. There's, like, uh, activations and all that stuff all over, and that's great. But what I found really interesting was the Hall H panel schedule. Now, they have said that there will be special surprises, and that's kind of the nature of Comic-Con. You know, Mm -hmm. when you go into one of these panels, it's odd that you don't get, like, some news, a big reveal, or something like that. I know people will sit and watch the panel, do the Q&A, and the whole thing is, where's the big reveal, where's the big surprise? You know, that usually comes. And uh, what is interesting, I take, is more from what's missing. No. So, yeah, if you break it down, they're going to have Star Trek Picard, so we're anticipating the first trailer with the Next Generation cast. Uh, you know, Patrick Stewart's supposed to be there. Gates McFadden makes sense. We uh, know Star Trek Lower Decks is going to be there. Again, no shock. The new season's getting ready to come. Now, this is where it gets interesting. They've said Star Trek Strange New World, okay? They're apparently, I, I believe they've already wrapped filming season two. So, great. But what is really interesting, no Star Trek Discovery no Star Trek Prodigy, and Discovery apparently is already either actively filming or has finished filming the new season. Do you think there's problems in, like, Discovery Land at this point in time, or do you think maybe they're just pushing other product before anything else? And that is the million-dollar question, because Mm. Neil uh, had done an interview recently, and she had said, yeah, I, I get, I understand that there's criticism about our show and our take on Star Trek. Um, She's talked about, you know, these are intelligent fans who are passionate about it. And it's interesting because people have overwhelmingly embraced Strange New Worlds. Mm -hmm. They've been willing to overlook kind of the, um, how do I, I I like to put it, rewriting of canon, especially the whole thing about the Gorn, uh, some of the interpretations, uh, 
having that relationship with his girlfriend when it kind of was established they hadn't seen each other since they were kids. People are looking the other way on that, and they embraced it. But there seems to be a lot to continue. And, you know, one of the common narratives I hear is it's a science fiction show with the Star Trek name on it, but that's not Star Trek. Oh, interesting. You know, there are fans. We know BJ's a big fan of it. I'll be honest. It's not grabbed me. I, I... I just, I have really struggled. I've forced myself to watch episodes. I have never been motivated to rewatch a single episode. I've enjoyed Picard. I've enjoyed Strange New World. That being said, Prodigy didn't work for me, and the first season of Lower Decks didn't work. It was only the subsequent stuff where I said, okay, I'm starting to get it. It's an amusing diversion at this point. Yeah, and I mean, that's fair. I mean, you don't have to like every single thing that's out there. I mean, we're seeing that a lot in the Marvel Universe. So it'll be interesting to see exactly what we do see when it comes down to uh, 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 the Star Trek Universe. And I mean, even just moving on and talking about the Marvel stuff, there are some rumors surrounding Marvel and what's going down. What do you have for us for that? Well, this is interesting. Now, I also want to say that, you know, remember, with this time of year, rumors are going to swirl like crazy. Oh, yeah. They almost always have a curveball. And let's not forget, they also have the D23 Expo coming up in September. Um, but so we got the big Marvel panel on Hall H and everybody's wondering what Marvel Studios is going to announce. And, you know, I, I'm hearing some things. And of course, a big chunk of it you have to think is obviously fan expectations. Maybe some of it is leaks to mislead. But some of them make perfect sense, and some of them you're like, wow, that that could work. Remember the last time they had live shows, they came out there, and this is where we got all the big reveals, you know, about Thor Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. and Marshawn Ali is going to be Blade, and all the things we didn't know. Well, now we're getting to the point where all these things are pretty much in the can that were announced years ago. And so one of the common things is a trailer or look at Black Panther Wakanda forever. Well, it's it's coming in November. To me, that just makes sense. Ant-Man Quantumania, okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, again, it's in the can. It's coming early next year. Makes sense. Uh, Some people say Miss Marvel, and you go again. All right. Uh, I mean, excuse me, the Marvels. The, The Marvels. You know, they swapped release schedule dates with Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Again, that makes sense. But, of course, you know there's going to be other announcements and reveals. And we've heard all kinds of rumors about possible casting for the Fantastic Four. We've heard a release date when we might see Blade. But one that I heard that I go, you know, this is just so crazy it makes sense. And there's actually a little bit of oomph to this as well is that they're going to announce the date for Deadpool 3. Ooh, maybe maybe a teaser or something like that? Here's me hoping in my heart of hearts. Exactly. And and like I said, I'm piecing pieces together to try to put this together, but the writers for the Deadpool script are going to be there promoting their show Great White North. They also had a hand in writing. So there's that little piece of me going, Huh. And while I don't think they necessarily might be part of the panel, they might be announced. You sit there and you look at it and you go, this would be exactly the kind of thing that would get buzzed, having Reynolds come out in the suit, and then they make the announcement. Or, you know, who's what's going to go on with the X-Men? Stuff like that, then we're going to have to get a look at what's coming next. And again, we come into that big question, 
how much do you drop there? How much do you drop? You know, one person even said, don't rule out a possible look at the new Guardians of the Galaxy film. Oh, uh, yeah. Christmas special, although there's a part of me going, I'm thinking maybe more D23. I'm thinking more, here's a look at what we have coming immediately. But then, as others have said, that's coming next year, too. So, you know, I, I, I expect them to have something, though, something pretty big. It'll be interesting to see all of that. I'm really kind of excited just to see what's going to be going down because, I mean, people are they, they're, they're leading into a gigantic eventuality, but they still got to get through a lot of the things that they've already announced for Phase 4 or, I guess, maybe Phase 5 at this moment. So we'll have to see where it goes with that. And now let's finally finish this off with, you told me that now we have an update for Army of Darkness in the Evil Dead world. What, are, what, what were you talking about, dude? Okay, so we have the Evil Dead game that uh, has been out for a couple months, yeah. and uh, the other day a new update dropped free uh, for Army of Darkness content. Nice. So to give you an idea of what you can expect, um, you know, weaponry similar. You get your shotguns, your weapons, your swords, your knives, stuff like you would see in the standard game, but it involves locales like the keep, like the windmill. Uh, from Army of Darkness, there are there is a certain big bad guy who mm-hmm. popped up unexpectedly. And one of the fun things about it is you still keep the vehicles, you still keep the core gameplay. So it was kind of nice driving around the landscape and the locales, and you know having the car, having an SUV, fighting it out, and uh, <laughs> it, it was a nice little thing. And there's there's some real clever humor, like in the castle. There's the ye old S Mart. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that, that was really a nice little twist. And so uh, they also had an explore mode where essentially there didn't appear to be any um, objectives per se. You could wonder, you know, you were able to spend most of your time just basically fighting them out. And we put up some video on that, and it was a really nice, nice addition. And I, I'm curious to see where they'll go from here. I'm kind of thinking that they may have to go toward the um tv series oh yeah but i also wonder are they going to look at the fede alvarez version of it and the newer version that is coming uh you know the newer so who knows this will be interesting to see where the uh, long term of this is going to be yeah it'll be fun to see where all that happens and i know that you're gonna let everyone know once it does people can find all that out at sknr.net and you're definitely going to need to follow gareth on social media because san diego comic-con is coming up very soon and you're going to want to be able to pay attention to see what he posts all the time again check out all of that you can just find all of that at sknr.net thank you so much gareth anytime take care Thanks, Gareth. And again, check out all of his stuff at sknr.net. It Lots will be, of stuff he talked about. It'll be very interesting to see all the news that drops out of San Diego Comic-Con because it's coming up. Yeah. It's coming up. So uh, very excited to see what's going to be going on around that. Uh, BJ. Yes, sir. The Orville has been back for a couple of episodes at this Orville. point in time. Uh, I think the last time we had you on, it was when they had just dropped the first episode. Yeah, they just talked a little bit about it. Yeah, last last night, as a matter of fact, they dropped uh, the seventh episode. Wow, okay, so it's been a little while. I have not watched that. It's recorded. Mm -hmm. But, well, I say it's recorded. It's on Hulu that I have to access. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so I haven't seen that one. But, uh, yeah, they've been good episodes. They really... It it really is just so reminiscent of Star Trek: The Next Generation. It's a it's more serious, but they do entertain some really cool dilemmas 
and that's what they've been doing this season. There's just been lots of great Star Trek-like dilemmas that they have to solve, tough decisions that have to be made. This last one involved time travel. Sorry, Joe. Uh, <laughs> Why are you letting him know? Uh, and I'm not talking about uh, yesterday's episode. I'm talking about the week before, uh, Twice in a Lifetime, where uh, Gordon gets stuck in the past, and they try to go back to get him, but they end up getting... They can't go right to the original point where he is because they run out of fuel in order to get there, so they get there 10 years too late. Oh. So he's been living on Earth, you know, and, they, and he went back to 2015, but they unfortunately go to 2025, and it's a great tie-in to an episode from last season where Gordon fell in love with a girl on an iPhone and made uh, a program and, and recreated the whole program and tried to get with her, and he was in the holodeck the whole time, or whatever they call their holodeck. Yeah, yeah, whatever they call yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, he goes back in time and finds the real girl, because it was that's where it was oh, from. Oh, wow. And he ends up making a life with her, which is against, of course, you know the, 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 the whole union attitude. The union's the federation. Yeah, you can't of, do that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's pissed and whatever, and it was a tough way they resolved it. I, I won't say how they resolved it, but they had to resolve it, and it was not easy, uh, you know, for Kelly and Ed to figure this out. It was a beating. So wow. it, it tugged at your heartstrings. And, well, and you, you know, were—I mean, you talked about that happening in the first episode too, where they are tackling kind of hard things and, and kind of like hard decisions and stuff like that. A tale of two Topas, and if you know, Topa is uh, the child of Clyden and Bordas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you know anything about the history of that child and what they, you know, I, I you know, it was that—that's a whole thing. And they covered that in, in 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 the episode, I believe, before this wow. one I'm talking about. Wow, that was also a tough episode. They they very they, special episodes yeah. of uh, your favorite sci-fi, but show really there. good wow. stuff. You know, uh, definitely good sci-fi quality. There's a little bit of a couple of crew members get together. Oh, well, I mean, you got to have some of that. Yeah, you have that happen, (laughs) and and it was random. Like, you know, I didn't expect these two to get together, and they did. Damn. So uh, it's enjoyable. Uh, You know, I, I just, you know, for me... You know, you go to these groups. I'm a member of, uh, you know, Ryan T. Husk, who's uh, friends with Ciroc Lofton, who played Jake on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. So Ryan's got a lot of Facebook, Facebook groups, and I like those guys. They have a podcast, and they're really cool. They, they do a lot of, like, Fun. cool stuff sci-fi-wise. But unfortunately, being a, face group, a Facebook group, you know, oh, you just, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. And, you know, it's like... I just, I just wish somebody would realize you can say how great the Orville is without saying how much you hate the new Star Trek shows. I don't see oh. why you have to. <laughs> why can't if you you're say in you an like Orville, Orville group? Do I just talk about the Orville yeah. stuff and go under your like Star Trek yeah. haters group and make your own Facebook group? Because there's that. trolls. I mean, they're oh, just people that yeah. love to troll and yeah. they go, you know what? The Orville's great, much better than this other show. And it's like, well. Yeah, All right. don't uh, I, I don't yeah. ca- you know I like hamburgers much better than hot dogs. It's like I don't need to hear what you don't like. Okay, <laughs> we're in a hamburger group. <laughs> we want to talk about what you like with hamburgers, but why do you got to bring up hot dogs? But they do. <laughs> Go to your uh, hot dog group. But the Orville's yeah, it's it's a good season. I've been enjoying it so far, and I I don't know. We'll see by the last episode if this is really a swan song or if maybe effects realizes that this is a quality show and maybe we should do more episodes of this after this season. That's if Seth MacFarlane wants to. Yeah, it's yeah. totally, yeah, if he wants to even uh, at that point. But it's good. I mean, they're doing a great job. Now, a show that I have not gotten back to ever since I fell off in season three, because it seemed to lose its way, at least in my heart, was Westworld. But it did come back for season four. Yeah, I, here's the thing. Westworld can only go so far. It was a movie. Yes. So the yeah, bo- absolutely. It, it really can only go so far. So they gave you two seasons, which I think were probably if you're a fan of that, they was were a, great. They, they were, were enough. so good. Yeah, but it, it's sort of like the Matrix. It's like 
Did you want to see beyond when Neo said, hey, we're going to take care of stuff, you know, with the first yeah, Matrix? Yeah. You kind of thought you did, but you probably, you, you probably didn't. Yeah, and when it gets, down, it gets down into the, 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 the real world sort of thing on that, that's kind of a good call on that. See, I personally, I loved all of the Matrixes. Even, Me too. Even Resurrections. I know people are, you know, kind of well, yeah, about it, but I do really enjoy that one, actually. Did you like four? Yes, yeah, Resurrections, yeah. Oh, oh you did? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, oh, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, because, yeah, it was uh, yeah. Reloaded, Revolutions, Resurrections. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. T- I did, too. I really, I, I watched uh, Resurrections four times. Whoa. So I am the guy that wants to see, okay, <laughs> what comes after they get out of the parks. So it was. Westworld. So, so Westworld was really interesting for season you know, three. At least it got, you were able to get through it. You were able to get yeah. through it at it that point. I won't disagree with Joey Dees, who hated it. Um, and <laughs> I will say about season four, because Joey Dees hasn't started watching, don't know, Joey, any plans? Uh, I didn't think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, they do, at least, at least as far as, I mean, I, I've, I've, I've watched episode three, that's as far as I've gotten, and of course we're about to get episode four this week, mm-hmm. uh, this Sunday, and it's giving you a little bit of both. Oh. Uh, you're going to, and it's a cool new place they're going to. Okay. And I kind of like it. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. I will tell you this. Uh, if you didn't like what was going on in season three, well, season four is pulling a walking dead and saying, yeah, let's skip a couple years and see what's going on. Oh, oh the little oh. time jump there. Oh. Well, and Joey will understand because at the end of season three, if you remember, there was a, hey, We've 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 revolted against what people were trying to do. Ha ha. Except, uh, you know, there was a couple of moves being pulled. And, you know, if you have to kind of remember it like, oh, wait a second, that's really not Charlotte Hale. I think that's Dolores because Dolores is in all oh, these different yeah, bodies. They did all those different things. You know, and that's so, kind of what I tapped out. Yeah. And, and it gets a little confusing. And then what the hell's going on with William? I think that we finally realized what the hell's going on with William after la- the third season. Well, it's seven years later. And don't forget, Jesse Pinkman is now in the show. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Yes. Yeah, so uh, Aaron Paul, the I actor. Forgot. Yeah, so he's in it. <laughs> Uh, and of course, Maeve is is awesome. I like Maeve, and actually, Dolores is a little confused uh, in this uh, current season. As a matter of fact, I don't think she thinks she knows she's Dolores at all. I, I, it's really oh. interesting. And even Teddy uh, makes a comeback, though. I have I only saw Teddy for a little bit, and we haven't seen him at least in, in a lot at all in either in the first three episodes. We saw him just a tiny bit. Uh, but we uh, and unfortunately no Marshawn Lynch. I haven't seen Marshawn Lynch either. Who, uh, who, as a Seahawks fan, I was kind of hoping maybe somehow they find a way to bring him back. Um, well, he's got a lot going on. But I like it. It intrigued me. I want to see what's happening in this new world because mm. some weird stuff is happening. It's kind of a flip. I will say this: it's a flip. Will you buy it? Will you like it? But let's just say that what the uh, what the humans were doing to the hosts. Well, let's just say we're flipping we're flipping the script a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. And and Bernard it's pretty uh, intriguing. And actually. Bernard is going to have what Joey hates, which is future sight, but he has a reason that he has future sight. And, oh, hooray! And Bernard's and Joey's not going to like that. <laughs> really uh, cool when your character can just do whatever they want because yeah. we tell you they can. Yeah, and that's kind of what's going on with Bernard so far. But Bernard was not in the first two episodes, but we got to see him in episode three. Uh, yeah. I really super good season last season, guys. It was really not, cool. Uh, I uh, but so far. I like this season so far better than I like last season. Oh, well, you know, and, that's, a, that's a step up. And they are in a park. So they go back to a park. Ooh, I will, I'll okay. help you with that. It's a park we haven't seen before. All right. Maybe, and, maybe they're learning lessons. Yeah, Didn't they so explode the world in the end of the last season? Guess what, Joe? Uh, let's just say William 
William and Charlotte have been busy. Rebuilding a world? Yeah. Like a Fantastic lot of Four, oh, like yeah, Valerian. They, they've been busy building parks, and also, if people don't agree with them, they've been busy making sure that they find people who agree with them who look very much like the people that don't agree with them. Uh, yeah, seems like body snatchers. Just sounds like the plot of Jurassic Park, guys. The well, eighth park won't be that bad. I might, I might like half hey, the Joe. Audience. I might blow your mind here on this one, but uh, the original Westworld was written by Michael Crichton, who did write ju- the uh, write Jurassic Park. Boom! Whoa! See? So I'll come in full circle. There you go. <laughs> I mean, that is true. I mean, it, it, it makes sense that <laughs> it really is. the Jurassic Park idea was, hey, let's have a play park for people. Yeah. Uh, instead and, of robots, and we're going to go wrong. Yeah. Everything. Nothing could go wrong with robots <laughs> that decide they want to kill you or. Or letting dinosaurs run around thinking they'll be fine. <laughs> well, we'll have to see where it goes with that. But we do need to talk about The Boys. The Boys! Season three finished up, so spoilers abound on this one. Um, uh, after the revelations of episode seven, uh, I really didn't know where episode eight was going to go. Because in episode seven, we found out that Soldier Boy was the father, well, you know, technically, genetically, uh, to Homelander. And we all know that Homelander has mommy slash daddy issues. Sure does. Family issues at this point in time, really. All the issues. Yes. Yeah, loves loves his cow's milk, though. (laughs) And so we didn't know what was going to happen with this, with Soldier Boy aligned, especially after he was talking about so much about how, you know, it's like, well, this is my kid, and now I'll be able to have a thing. And then, I don't know, man, it was like the fight scenes were cool. But I kind of felt, I didn't feel underwhelmed, but I felt kind of whelmed. Like, I was like, all right, it was a finish to it, but it seemed overall that we just went back to where we started this season. Like, it was just back to... Square one. Yeah, for like an entire season. Like, it didn't feel like anything went forward. Yeah. Well, it it definitely was a setup for a lot of different things, like uh, Starlight joining the boys, basically renouncing her superhero persona. Mm -hmm. Uh, Same with... That little C of Ryan, you know, at the very end. Oh, yeah. that, that little set, brat. That little brat setting, you know, <laughs> getting that set up. Yeah. Butcher basically died, like being in, you know, he, only months got, yeah, to live. Yeah, he's got, yeah. He's got, he's got, he's got a time anybody. limit now at this yeah, point. But even the crew itself has like, no, this is a different dynamic. You're not going to, especially with like Frenchie, you're not going to tell, like boss That's me around. Point. Yeah, so it is because it was. Much a, Setup. <laughs> yeah, it was, and that was, and that's kind of frustrating when I look at stuff like a lot of the Marvel movies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, because especially like in the superhero genre, it's just, it's like, all right, here's an arc, but it's just a setup for something going on. And so when it gets to that, I feel that there's a little bit of a burnout. And so just seeing the fact that we get Soldier Boy, which I felt uh, with Jensen Ackles, Mm -hmm. like I felt his portrayal was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I thought he was super good. But the fact that he just gets basically frozen again and stuffed, like stuffed in in whatever the hell that is, cryogenically. like Winter Soldier Tube. Yeah, like just him going back there. Like I was like, all right, cool. I mean, sure, the seven has been absolutely 100% decimated. Like, at this point in time, it's Homelander and the Deep. And I hate, I love to hate the Deep. Yes. I hate the Deep, but I love him as a character. I will yeah. I love the ending when, like, his now ex-wife goes and is like, no, you were successful because of me, bitch. Yeah. And then she's proving him. Yep, here comes a book. I, I, 
I love like it's one of those like oh so sad you deserve it but like he's eating all the the junk food just stuffing his face yeah like, must be the end of dodgeball yeah it's just like all sad oh, I don't know like yeah, it's Chase, like I Chase feel bad Crawford. for him but you're awful Chase Crawford the actor does a great job with he's him. so good yes. like like, yeah. like all the actors are like and that's the one thing that like even as I'm I'm saying like I'm whelmed by it if there was anybody like out of all like every actor is just stunning in this like they're so good they're so charismatic if there was anybody who didn't like suck me into this I would probably be a little more mad about it. I mean, hell, even the actress who plays Ashley is fantastic. Oh, she's right. she's just a small bit yeah, player in this she entire is thing. Amazing. You're but right. when she's on this, like that's, that's every Colby scene, Minif- uh, Colby Minifee, by the way, she's so good. Like yeah, everyone so that good. they've picked for this show is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like they're just great. Yeah. It, it, here's the thing. Um, I've got to remember it's a journey because I feel like it, 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 it. we know what the bottom line is. It's Butcher versus Homelander. Yes. And that's really the story. That mm-hmm. is the story as he recruits other people that have been wronged by basically the superheroes. But really, Butcher's the guy that hates the top guy. And, and that's the problem is that they're stretching out what we know is going to be the final battle. And I think part of the problem, too, was that... Um, and it's, I mean, is is it a problem, the fact that we're going to get a season four? But we learned early on that we're getting a season four. Oh, my God. Uh-oh, what happened? Oh, my God. I am today years old, by the way. Um, I'm going to look this up real quick. Finish your thought. Okay. I, um, I but, knew she looked familiar, and I couldn't tell where, where from, and I'm going to blow your mind. We've got, so we know that there's going to be a season four. So I feel that Eric Kripke, the showrunner, knew that early oh on. So they weren't going to end this season, like I thought maybe they would, with a final like battle between like we got a battle between Homelander and we got a battle between him and uh Maeve. And, and Maeve and like Billy as well and it just turned into like a big old like battle royale at mm-hmm. the end yeah. so there wasn't that one-on-one that we were kind of hoping to get and so I just feel that they knew that early on and so it's been pushed to season four I don't know if season four is going to be the final one either though like we don't know if there's going to be an end date and I feel that if they can keep it rolling they're going to keep it rolling hey with eight episodes you could go to a five season thing because usually mm-hmm. there are ten op- uh, ten episode seasons yeah dude I'm today years old and I don't know if in fact you have already covered this what the Crimson Countess oh no but I do know who I do like now I can't remember, but I knew that she was somebody very famous, and it like blew my mind because she was in The Walking Dead. Yeah, Andrea. And, yeah. yeah, Andrea. Yeah, and I can't I, remember I, her. Like I, I can't remember her, her her name as well either. I, well, but. I've got her name. Yeah, I knew I knew she was familiar. It's it's Lori Holden. Thank you, Lori Holden. Yeah, and I've never wa- waited to see her on the screen. Like you know, I uh, the, like the I hate I kind of hate sometimes when they just take the uh, you know your screen and shrink it to go to the next episode yeah. or something. And, so and you, you don't can't see the see credits it. or yeah. see like that. Yeah. And so I I mean I was like. Because she looks so different. Absolutely. I didn't know that was Laurie Holden, who, yeah. who played a very iconic character in the early years of The Walking Dead. And yeah. Crimson Countess was a great character as well. Like yeah. all of the like all the original grouping that uh, the the I don't remember the hell the name of the group. Uh, but uh, payback, yeah, payback with yeah. Uh, like with Soldier Boy, Black mm-hmm. Noir, Crimson yeah. Countess, and TNT, and the rest of them. Like it was that was like cool to see all of those because like again like even like the 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 you know Wonder Twins TNT they they were great especially in the HeroGasm episode. Yes. It was entertaining. They were good. It was like everyone in this, from the bit players all the way up, you know, to the top have been fantastic. And 
it doesn't surprise me that Lori Holden was in it and that she kicked ass in yeah. it. Like it was great. So it was just like that whole like all of it was just I love this show. I don't know if I would necessarily need to go back and watch it again. I don't think I need to go and do the the binge rewatch on it. But I really loved what they're doing. I love what they've done, and I'm excited to see where they're going to be going because it ended with. Like, seriously, ended with Homelander blowing up a dude's head. In public. In public. Oh, yeah. And then people cheering for oh, him. Like, yeah. you're like, He's Wait. realizing he can get away with the stuff he wants to get away, especially if he has a good spin on it. And he doesn't even have to hide it. Like, before, he needed Vought to cover up for him because, you know, all of his ratings would go down and everything would be bad if he found out. Like, at this point in time... And even though that Maeve said that she wasn't going to ever actually like release the footage of the airplane, that was the one thing holding him back. But at this point in time, he's like, yeah, I probably don't need to worry about it. I could probably figure out a way to spin it that everyone's going to be okay with it. And yeah. It's, it's weird, but also it's very uh, reflective of our society today as well. And if well. you think this mimics certain things in like the United States... It you're, is. Yeah, you're I'm not going to say right. it, but it yeah. is. It is, and yeah. it's done brilliantly. And there's a lot of groups out there that are really pissed off that it's not going the way they thought it was going <laughs> to go. One of the things that I was really, uh, I was kind of happy about, and I read that uh, Eric Kripke, the uh, the the showrunner, mm-hmm. he had stated from the beginning that he was not going to kill Maeve. He wanted Maeve to have a good ending. Yeah. And so I feel at this point that Maeve is done. Uh, and I'm, I was really happy with how it went because when she, you know, saved everybody, I was like, well, that's kind of a cool way to go in terms of, you know, you know, risking everything. Obviously cliche, but we're watching a superhero show, so you're going to have that those points. But when we see that she had actually made it through, depowered, without an eye, you know, just having to deal with all of that, but with her girlfriend and being able just to, you know, get out, go to a farm, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Maybe she'll have to come back at some point for the next season, but by and large, her story's done, and I'm happy with the way that goes. So if they never go back to Maeve, I'm very happy with it. Yeah, and the the, the Ashley character who deleted the footage of her surviving. Yeah, and yeah. that was that was yeah. a very powerful. Yeah, she, she knows what's up, but she's. I mean, when you're a, I mean, you've got almost Stockholm syndrome, but massive fear syndrome too. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she's fighting for her life. Oh, absolutely. And she's one of the most powerful people in the yeah. company. Yeah. And and has a really good hairdo. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I didn't really understand any of that last part. And maybe that's just why it kind of took me out of that last episode, that whole ending. It didn't really feel like it was the boys at all. Like, isn't it? Because, like, this whole kind of thing has been, like, Homelander has all the power. Yeah. Everyone's very afraid of them. And they're all being really manipulated. But up until that point, you kind of feel that way. And then right out, like, if a deep goes and assassinates some VP. Yeah. And stuff like that. And then all of a sudden you get to the ending of this episode and it's like not the boys at all. Character survives for seemingly no reason, gets a happy ending with the wife who he she had abandoned pretty much for her career. The main person who had been bullied and essentially told everyone to F off as she does the starlight and everything in the episode before. She now is like, you know what? No, I'm fine. Delete the girl who she abandons to get on the helicopter with who used to be her closest also doesn't care it just felt like someone wrapped up episode eight because they wanted to like end the series and then get ready for the next season it was weird kind of felt that a little bit too. so the thing with i would agree with you except we've kind of seen ashley falter before main ashley like ceo ashley and this is when Starlight is talking to her and he's, she's like, dude, you know, we need to, you know how awful Homelander is. We got to do something about it. And you could see the fear in Ashley's face. And then she's like, oh, I'm the boss. I'm too scared of Homelander. So I'm just going to assert my authority over you and feel better and just ignore Homelander and all that other crap. 
And she's like, no, you it's, know what? You, it's you can't talk. It's kind of her way to get a little bit of a spine back. A little bit of a power. Yeah. A power, but you know what? She's not going to stand up against Homelander because she is terrified. But oh, yeah, she almost did. She was about to be part, like, when Starlight was telling her these things, she's like, uh, uh, you know, yeah. It's like, mm, mm-hmm. no. That's but a decision then, down the other road, right? The, mm-hmm. She's denying that part of herself. She's losing yes. her humanity going that way, which mm-hmm. is weird why I feel like she wouldn't go in the step in the other direction of, I'm going to be a human now again, when, especially with a witness in the room, right? Like, that's a big well, she, no-no. Well, we've learned, like, that obviously this person is loyal, second Ashley or whatever her nickname is. Other <laughs> Ashley. Just, yeah, other Ashley. Um, she's loyal because she came back after that snub. I mean, See, mm-hmm. I think I think second Ashley, it opens the door for a possibility of second Ashley selling out mm-hmm. uh, first Ashley. So that yeah, Homelander and that could will, clearly just be a moment of like. So that they go get Maeve and kill her. It, is like really, a, yeah. it could be a moment of heart. I hope they don't kill her. It's good. I, I really feel like, like that's how they left it And it's that just the whole point of like, well, I can I can undermine Homelander in this way with virtually no way, you know, quote unquote Ashley virtually. needs to be betrayed. And I think this is the window to betray her is that mm-hmm. second Ashley will come back and, Maybe. and, and, and yeah. betray her. Yeah. That's why it kind of seemed weird. It looked like it was just a device used to try to move the plot later, which I, I was and like, it might be, uh, yeah, and it might be. I think you're right too. about that. Yeah, I think yeah, it's the betrayal. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a play, a betrayal plot device being. Although used. for me, though, like I noticed with Ashley, she does main Ashley, redhead Ashley, or <laughs> no hair Ashley. <laughs> she goes back and forth from being the victim then to being the boss. Like you saw it earlier on in the season, where Homelander would ask her like demeaning questions like are you basically saying are you stupid yeah. in a very yeah. colorful way. Are you way. wearing your stupid pants today? I mean it basically. wasn't that it was a lot more vulgar. Right but, but it then was the- she would repeat it to somebody else like she would be taking what Homelander was doing and that was how, when she felt any kind this of power. Is, it's yeah. a great example of the cycle of abuse. Yes. I mean th- there's oh, so much yeah. going on in oh, this show yeah. uh, that you know look a lot of people are upset because they think they're talking about today's you know politics mm-hmm. but actually I mean, the world has been like this in many different uh, you know eras of existence, mm-hmm. and you can look at how regimes start, yeah, and how regimes are supported, and how people who are trying to just mm-hmm. stay alive will do what they do instead of maybe doing the right thing. Yeah, that's why this show is brilliant because it's beyond. You know, it's beyond what we see with the people flying around. It's beyond whatever. They're showing you how basically insanity and and, 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 and power can corrupt absolutely within regimes and governments. It's This show is, uh, I, I, I'm pretty amazed with how deep they go with how, depending on what you want to look at it. You know, you yeah. can view it from many different levels. This season, yeah, this season. I want to binge watch it and really just <laughs> pay attention to like the whole levels of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the fact that uh, Butcher is a necessary evil because he's not mm-hmm. much better than Homelander, man. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did have a few theories like for that episode, like as it was happening, I'm like, oh, I bet this is going to happen, but it didn't happen. But I feel like it still could next season. And that was when Frenchie got shot. Like, when Frenchie got shot, he was in where all of the uh, Compound V was, like, the permanent one. Yeah. Clearly, the permanent one is not causing any damage because most heroes can heal at least somewhat fast. Yes. Uh, so I figured either he would take it or even when Kamiko was given it back, they didn't use the whole vial of the blue stuff. Right. True. So I'm one surprised Frenchie didn't already use it because he injects everything into himself, let's be honest, especially in his, little, in his self-pitying you know, journey went through in this last couple episodes 
That being said, you don't know the comics either. I don't think there was ever. I don't remember Temp V in the comics. I remember they took the stuff. Oh yeah, they were yeah. just all V. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. That's why I'm like, I don't know if eventually they're all going they to will. take it. They're going to have to, especially Butcher. I think that's what's going to yeah. save him. It's is only, having to take yeah. the regular kind. He has to because it's, oh, yeah. it's the only way he's going to be able to defeat. But I also, and to live. Yeah, and I also don't know if he wants to live or not either. Yeah. You know, he completes his mission with Homelander if he can do it or dies trying. But at the end, even if he does go away, I have a feeling that he would be fine with that because it's just the hero's ending. You know, mm-hmm. the same thing with like Maeve. You know, you launch it out there, you get blown up and you're done. She gets to continue on, but, you know, we'll have to see what happens with it because, I mean, we don't know when season four is coming out yet. I did have another theory. I thought uh, Black Noir could heal. So I thought even though he died, I thought he would just, like, come back together. Nope, nope, nope. He got gutted. And he's gone. He, he did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if was, Wolverine in the comics was, can re, re that was, build himself from one molecule, right? That was very <laughs> disappointing and kind of didn't yeah. go anywhere. Like, it was like, you have this whole, like, these huge long moments, character arcs, and just to get him taken out in such a anticlimactic way. I, well, they, 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 I was like, why? That's they had to rewrite him, though. They had to rewrite because he's not who he is in the comics. Yeah. So I think they were like, what are we doing with this guy? And I think this was like, I think this season was clearing out a lot of the chaff, getting down yeah. to the basics of it so we can have a knockdown drag out yeah. with, with Homelander and Ryan versus everybody else. So father and son versus, you know, the world when it kind of gets down to it. We'll have to see what happens. We don't know when season four is going to come out, but, you know, damn sure I'm going to be watching it. Oh, yeah. And they're taping it now or filming it now. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, it'll be happening soon. Let us know what you think about your thoughts on it. But for now, we need to get to the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. All right, Vicky, what's going on? Well, it is Friday, so movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are still going on. Yeah, and there, there's a couple go- coming out this weekend. I mean, besides, you know, you can always go back to see Thor or if you haven't seen it yet, go see it. Yeah, I'm still I'm still in that. I know I'm a bad nerd. But uh, haven't yeah, gotten around to seeing it yet. Me too. Along with Joey D's, we're trying to make a plan. We're in the hunt. It, oh, nice. Honestly, like my the last couple of weeks, I don't know if it's the holiday or whatever, the break. I've been so thrown off. I keep thinking it comes out today. You are wrong. You are very wrong. <laughs> so I'm just like, why is everyone talking like, like, oh, they already got reviews for it? That's cool. I'm well, like, it only came what? out I mean, last week. It so, is I mean, out today. So you are right. It <laughs> is out today. But, but first coming out yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, this one I'm only bringing up because it's like mystery thriller-esque. It's one of those movies that I feel like gets a lot more loved because the people who like the original, like the original book really dig it and love that uh, Taylor Swift did like a song specifically for the movie. It's called Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh. Um, girl basically lives in a marshy swamp. They call her Marsh Girl in North Carolina and they, she is, um, being accused of a murder, and so it's a mystery thriller kind of situation. Oh, uh, Marsh Girl sounds like she'd have some cool powers. Yeah, like, right? It does not seem like she, it's a superhero show. Oh, dang movie. it. It's like Swamp Thing and Marsh Girl. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. But it is 29% on the tomato meter, but oh. 88% on the audience score. Oh, well, who saw it? Like three people? 55 reviews for tomato meter, meter and a, fewer than 50 verified ratings Ooh, on the other one. I don't know. So it's still kind like, of the early sort of uh, uh, release I, on that. I, this, is, I think, is one of those, like, if you are a fan of the book, you're going to be a fan of this. All right. Fair. Does she hurl seaweed? Probably not. Oh, all right then. <laughs> You're still hoping for that, aren't you? All right then. So if anybody's a little confused on this next one, know that it is out in theaters this week, or it has been for the last couple of days. But if you don't want to go to the theaters, it will be out on the 22nd on Netflix. Oh, and it's called The Gray Man. 
This is a movie done by the Russo brothers. Okay. And funny enough, it does have uh, Captain America in it, Chris Evans. Okay. Uh, but Ryan Gosling is like the main the main actor in this. It says, oh. when the CIA's top asset, his identity is known to no one, uncovers agency secrets, he triggers a global hunt by assassins set loose by his ex-colleague. This, I heard somebody mm-hmm. uh, compare this to James Bond meets the Fast and Furious. Okay. Oh. So that intrigued me. I think I'll wait uh, till Netflix for that mm-hmm. one since yeah. I got the subscription and it's only coming out, you know, like next week. So. Seems like a plan. Yeah, right. Like, I'll, I'll wait a week for this one, but it's still, it's still going to be on my list. It looks fun. I haven't I mean, even seen the trailer. It just sounds fun. Here's the thing, though, I will say. When you have stuff like James Bond or even like Fast and the Furious, it's a popcorn flick. It's an action film. Yes. That's what you're expecting going into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, there's only 43 reviews on the tomato meter as of right now. Uh-huh. 49%. Which, you know, I'll be honest, that's kind of better than what I would usually expect from a movie that's going to be on Netflix. Even and, if it's it, even and if a it's popcorn get, flick. And, and even that it's getting a, a theatrical release beforehand, yeah. like I still feel like it's going to be one of those ones exactly where like, I'm going to sit at home, chill out. Have a lot of cool action sequences. Yeah, exactly. Car races or Which whatever. Which might actually look a lot better on the big screen. Yeah, but, that's the problem, dang sir. It, dang it. Yeah. Uh, it does have, like I said, Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Anna de Armas, Billy Bob Thornton's in this. Oh, all right, Alfred man. Woodard. So, <laughs> oh, Alfred Woodard. She's uh, she was one Picard. Give up the damn ship. Wait, she was. Yeah, oh, hey. she was in uh, the Clone One. If I if I'm remembering who Alfred Woodard is, she mm-hmm. was the uh, in the not the Clone One, the Borg one, the Borg Star Trek movie, First Contact. Pretty sure Alfred Woodard was the one that said, "Picard, surrender the damn ship. No, this fall, no father." Am I right? Uh, first contact at all, anybody? I'm looking and uh, no sure. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There, she, there she is. Uh, yes, there it is. Wow. Lily, Lily Sloan. Woo! Look at you. She was uh, Zephram Cochran's buddy, who was played by James Cromwell in that movie. Throwback. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, see that? That's a uh, hundred years ago. It really was. I can't believe I remembered things because I'm old. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, it's Star Trek. Another, so I mean. another movie coming out this weekend. Uh, probably none of us will see it. I won't see it until it comes out on TV because I don't feel like taking a three and a half year old to the movie theater yet. Why? Rep's a great guy. <laughs> okay. Come on. It's called Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. And it uh, is basically like, what is it? The Kung Fu Panda, but with cats and dogs. Oh, interesting. don't know what I feel about this it's, yet. It's a kid movie. It's oh, yeah, animated. This is, oh, yeah, this is definitely a yeah. kid movie. Uh, uh, is it a down-on-his-luck hound finds himself in a town full of cats who need a hero to defend them from a ruthless <laughs> villain's evil plot to wipe their village off the map. Okay. With the help from a reluctant trainer, the underdog must assume the role of fearsome samurai and team up with the felines to save the day. The only problem is they all hate dogs. <laughs> That's the whole idea. Oh, mm. look at that big old cat in samurai armor. Okay, I love this already. Oh, boy. Oh, that, by the way, that big cat in the samurai armor, yeah. voiced by Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Main character, Hank the dog, played uh, voiced by Michael Sarah. Oh, all right. Another <laughs> character, we got Ricky Gervais, Mel Brooks, George Takei, Asis Mandabi, yes. Gabriel Iglesias, Michelle Yeoh. Fluffy's in it? Fluffy's in it. Wow. Okay. This actually, I so mean. It's a, it's a good voice cast for sure. Yeah, so I mean, obviously. Def- for kids. You know, yeah, absolutely like a kid's thing. So unless you want to go to see a movie that is going to be an absolute zoo, maybe wait. Yes. Well, also <laughs> don't forget the tear factor in a lot of these animated movies mm. that Vicky tries to take you to. So no, don't do it. Uh, 12 reviews as of yet, not a lot, but it is 67%. Oh, well, I mean, like when it comes down to like a kid's movie, like 
like know what you're getting into. Like what we've said with all these, with the action that's, movies that's and all Thor's that. That's what Thor's getting, right? Isn't that getting about 67% of Rotten Tomatoes it's last time I checked? It wasn't getting mm, something. It wasn't getting yeah. great on there. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Oh, really? It's lower than that now? I don't think it's lower than that, but. Yeah, 67 was what I remember, but that was I, that was about a week ago when I checked that. So, nope, still st- uh, staying at sixty-seven percent. So, but eighty I mean, percent of the audience score mm-hmm. likes, yeah, likes Thor. Yeah, see, like it's sixty-seven percent, three hundred and fifty-nine reviews, but over ten thousand verified ratings, and it's at eighty oh, yeah. percent. So, an MC- wow, if yeah. you're an MCU fan, of course but you're gonna like that. That could be said on both ways. Like, if you're an MCU fan, like I don't like this. Like, it it just really depends on I, like, I, if you I, like I, funny or not. I've heard it's the second best Thor movie. That's not hard to do. Right. <laughs> it really is. Well, I, it's, and um, the second best Taika Waititi Thor movie, Taika yeah. Waititi. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, yeah. you got Ragnarok, Love and Thunder, then Thor 1, then Thor 2? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah, 100% yeah, on that. So. Yeah. No one can argue that. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, the, the first two movies were very straight. There mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of humor. Yeah. I will say I have a feeling this will be better. I will like this better than I did Doctor Strange 2. I actually, I'm, I'm kind of hoping. Second viewing of Doctor Strange, I loved it. By the way, really, really? just yeah. watching it on the streaming I watched it on services. Disney Plus, and, and my wife, she loved it too. I might have to go back and watch it. Like, I really love Sam Raimi, but the big thing that I took from Matt was to go watch other Sam Raimi movies. It was cool. Sure. Plot-wise, you're like, eh. That's that's my only concern. Everything else I loved. Um, I don't know what the name of the... It's like a cartoon that says how movies should have ended. Have you ever seen that on YouTube? Mm -mm, No. Just go how Doctor Strange should have ended, and you will love it. It's not a pitch meeting, though. That's good, too. (laughs) But they come up with the way it should have ended, and they are funny as hell. They're cartoons. All right. Okay. They really are good. Nice. Well, until next time, guys, stay nerdy.